Hi, everybody. I'm Jim Ford. I'm Mark Marble. And this is the Lantern Cast Presents the Greatest Toy Podcast. Episode 5! That's it? We're only on episode 5? Yeah, but the shocking thing is that's like two in the last like month and a half or two months. Actually, it's a bigger gap than I thought when I was trying to double check. I thought this was episode 5. I actually, <laughs> and actually, see, probably because we did the quarantine episode, it made me think that we actually had done a toy episode uh, more recently than we did. But yeah, it was. I think it was like maybe like in la- – maybe this is May, maybe in March I think we may have done one. I don't think we did one in April. But yeah, oh. only, only five, but we're catching up. Right, yeah, that was the uh, the the Toy Fair Toy episode. Fair, yep. Toy Fair. Okay. That was, that was the that was the Toy Fair focus episode. There's absolutely no doubt about that one. Mm-hmm. So, well, yes, we should talk about maybe why we're doing this episode. <laughs> maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe why we're doing this episode a little earlier than planned, even though you know. Well, we don't have we don't have a lot of details about this. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like we have, you know, even if we wanted to, we, we, we don't have a huge amount of details uh, to go in. But but needless to but Chad, Chad is in the hospital. <laughs> That's the simplest, you know, that is the simplest way to put it. He started feeling lousy over the weekend. Uh, he had a fever. I'm sure originally he probably was thinking COVID because anytime anybody gets a fever. And he had some intestinal issues, not like not like going, you know, but I guess it normally goes with COVID. But based on a lot of other symptoms that he had, he ended up it was recommended. They did some tests. He recommended he go, you know, go to the ER. And it turns out he has diverticulitis, which my mother knows very well because she's had that on and off for a long period of time. And it's what almost killed Brock Lesnar. Uh, so that's a cl- really? yeah, yes. That's that's what that's one of the reasons he stepped away from doing the MMA stuff was because of his diverticulitis. But yes, he okay. I think, but he almost died from that. So that's so um, I don't want to go into any more details than that right now until we talk to Chad because I because we don't know what's really going on. He's been haven't talked to him since yesterday. I'm assuming I'm going to say this. I'm assuming he's had surgery for his this issue. Based on where the information left off, the information exchange, based on what last inf- information he gave to me, but I haven't talked to him today, so we really don't know. I'm just putting the two and two together. That radio silence means he's probably they probably did something surgical. But so Chad is going. We don't know. We and we have no idea how long Chad will be on the shelf from a re- from a recording perspective. But needless to say, this was kind of a torpedo across the bow. Or, uh, fire shot across the bow, torpedo into the hole uh, to everybody, including most importantly Chad. So I really feel horrible for, for Chad. It's it's bad. The year of Chad definitely is not the year of Chad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, it's 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 especially disappointing because I was really looking forward to that uh, JL May this year, <laughs> yeah. which which sounds like a joke, but no, actually for real this time. <laughs> Even though we're not doing it. <laughs> Well, you're not. No, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> that, no, uh, uh, I don't. I gotta be. Well, we, we'll talk about this later. No, the real the reality is, uh, we we had not 100 percent made the decision. We had made the decision internally for I guess for a while, <laughs> but because the, there was a trailer in the episode that, that I think up. he did. I think he did that because he wanted to continue. Even though we're not going to be an active participant based on the subject matter this year, he, <laughs> he, 
<laughs> I think he felt he felt that that would be the proper thing the proper thing to do. That, oh boy! That and again lifting the lifting the curtain up, and we don't want to go too far into this. I didn't even know that was going to be in there until like after we recorded, and he said, "Oh, I'm going to put that in. I'm, I'm going to put that in as a bumper." It's like, okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's... Uh, but but no, that we we were not we were not planning on actually doing that one, and uh, yeah. So uh, nonetheless, well, okay. but, yeah. So it's so 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 if that makes you feel a little bit better about me, <laughs> about things. Yeah. Listen, listen. I mean, I want Chad back as much as the next guy. Because while I agreed to come in and help, while he's not here, I mean, you know, I kind of like my nights free. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So get well very soon, Chad, please. But I'm here until you need me. And um, which he greatly appreciates, by the way. And on that note, let's uh, let's jump right into some toy news and discussion. Sounds like a game plan. Okay, so uh, this was uh, an article that popped up uh, a little over a week ago, and the Lego Ideas review for, I guess it was the first quarter, it's, yeah, the, the most uh, the most items that they've ever had in one review is 26 projects qualified for the Lego Ideas review. So we're going to go through each of these these things and discuss if there's anything that we would buy or if our we're just scratching our heads as to uh, how this could possibly have got enough votes, let alone ever, you know, sell for human money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so starting off, I guess we'll alternate through the list. Sure. Uh, starting off with Mary Poppins, Cherry Tree Lane. This is this set features the um, the fronts of the three main buildings that you see. Uh, in Mary Poppins, um, you know the main house, the the house with the ship on the top, and I guess their next door neighbor. They're out front flying kites, and uh, the best the best part about it is uh, you've got uh, oh my god, I just blanked on the name Bruce. The who is Dick Van Dyke's character? I don't actually. I, I I knew it was Dick Van Dyke by the design. I actually don't remember. I haven't seen Mary Poppins in so long. But uh, who's who's yeah? Who I did, don't know what the hell you're talking. You're staring at me. I'm like, what? Who did Dick Van Dyke play in Mary Poppins? Are you kidding me? I, I flipped my mind. I can't think. <laughs> no, I think I'd rather play this game. Whatever. Okay. Bert. Bert. Come on. Really? Okay. I knew who's, it began with B. Who's the Disney bitch now? Bitch. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, that's, here we go. <laughs> and it so, has become much more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> no, so can, can yeah, it's got you got a little Bert minifigure, and he's got his uh, his whole one man band kind of outfit going on there. Uh, what do you think of this one? Well, without look, comparing it to anything else on this list yet, I would say this one isn't a hard fail immediately. So it, it, it might make instinct is a might depending how you were cutting this down. I might make it you know it, it would probably survive the initial cut for me even if we were cutting fifty percent. I'm gonna guess maybe because it reminds me of the old like Fisher Price Village 
thing, the little, pl- the little yeah. Fisher, how you had the front of the bill, how you, you had the front of the buildings, and then of course the Fisher Price stuff, you had the back of the buildings too, so you could you could you could play in, but you had the whole little street and the, with the traffic light and stuff, and you also all the buildings and the fire trucks and the post office. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Uh, so maybe I had some sentimental attachment to me, for, but <laughs> I think I don't think from a play value perspective it's overly thrilling, but. Again, compared to some of the other stuff that may be on this list, including the next one, I would say it might make the first cut at least. Yeah, the the uh, the Banks house, um, you know, from the back, like there, there's you know there's the different floors, you know, there's definitely some play playability with this. It's got a, a nice look. If nothing else, it reminds me more of uh, English, uh, the UK from uh, Epcot. Um, but no, I mean, it, it's, it's a nice looking set. This, you could, you know, you could probably use this with the modulars pretty well, uh, depending on how big they make it, but it's not, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. I think that is a very accurate description. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two is pretty bad. It's the Tesla, <laughs> it's the Tesla Cybertruck, which looks, I don't know what the hell it's supposed to be. I mean, from an appeal perspective, I don't get it. It's like it wants to be a light cycle, but it looks <laughs> – but it's <laughs> – I don't know. It Maybe if they gave us a different view of it besides the side view, even though the sad part is the side view, you will assume, is the most attractive view of this thing. <laughs> if you click on the um, the name of the, the project, it takes you to that specific Lego Ideas where they have uh, multiple uh, um, – angles of the photos and things like that with the model All right, I'm um taking, I'm taking a look at that now um yeah that said it is it, it's not better <laughs> it does not make it better i listen when when they revealed the cyber truck everybody kind of like looked at it and it was like um seriously like this is a vehicle this looks like what a child would draw as a car you know having like no drawing skills whatsoever and you know like okay well here's four lines and i'm calling this a car that's essentially what the Cybertruck is in reality the lego version of it while it models it okay it really isn't even great but it models it okay it it doesn't make for a very you know inspiring vehicle i i can understand why people will want this because of the tesla Cybertruck and you know some people just like Tesla and want Tesla stuff, but my God, this is not a not a good model. The the, the charging station is the most appealing thing about it when you look at it. All the other pictures, uh, the fact that it has a little the electric charging station for it. I didn't even see the, yeah, the charging it, it does. station. It, it does. It has a bike rack too, which that makes it even worse. It's like I don't know if I want my bike. Maybe, maybe the bike will help cover up the ugliness of the of the cyber truck. But yeah, come, oh, the, the charging station to me is the, is the most appealing thing uh, from a display perspective. But no, this one's not. <laughs> where, where is this, the the charging station? Hold on, it's uh, I believe it. I gotta open it again. Uh, it's this damn cookie message, annoying. Uh, it is, I believe. Hold on, go down to the bottom. Go if you go. Oh, that maybe that's a different cyber. Is that a different cyber truck? The one on the bottom. Um, Are they recommended? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a different. All one. All right, let me take it back. I, I clicked on the one that was all the way on the right to test it. That one comes with a charging station. Right. All right. 
No, this one, this one is hideously ugly across the board. There isn't the tires are somewhat cool. I will have to. The wheels are pretty cool, but overall, yeah. yes. So let me let me let me walk back my state. Go back to my original statement. This is horrible. <laughs> okay. The only part about this, which is kind of cool, is that if you look on the updates, there's a photo of the. <laughs> oh God. It's a photo of the, the larger one and then some kind of like um, some quad all-terrain vehicle that it comes with. And then in the front, you've got uh, Elon Musk and uh, the guy with the hammer and the ball to go and break the windows, break yeah. the unbreakable windows. Yeah. Um, and it comes with a tiny little model of the Cybertruck the cy- and that right there. The Cyber Quad is, is, isn't bad. Maybe they, yeah, that's they, not they bad. should have just made the cyber quad. <laughs> make a two pack. Make a two pack of the cyber quad. But uh, no, that little tiny mini Tesla cyber truck that would get displayed in front of the larger cyber truck, like that's that's the only thing this is worth anything. Uh, okay, moving along. Number three on the list: the Untitled Goose Game. Um. Uh, this to me, like, I really don't even have any words because I've never played the Untitled Goose Game. I've heard of it, but I mean, as far as a model goes, this is this is awful. This is like really awful. Yeah, it's, it is. It might as well be like an outhouse with a tiny little garden, and it's not even a good garden. <sighs> yeah, I there's really. There's really not much to say about it. It's not good. No, no, this is the only reason this has any votes, I would think, is because it's tied to the Untitled Goose Game, and people just voted it up because of that. But this, no, this should never, this should never see the light of day. <laughs> and it probably won't, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. So I guess that, that's pretty much all we'll have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so mine will be the UCS Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which is pretty elaborate. Yeah. So far, that's probably the winner of the four so far that we've done. I don't know if it would have any real appeal to me overall, honestly, but but at least at least some oomph and some uh, effort was put into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. I like how you can, you know, remove obviously the, uh, like the wings. <laughs> oh, for anybody that doesn't know, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is a Dick Van Dyke movie for Disney, where like they drive around in a flying car. That's pretty much it, right? Yeah, that's that. I think that sums it up from what I can remember of it. Remember of it. Wow, the engine looks really cool. Did you see the picture of the engine? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is a U- UCS vehicle. Um, these are the super detailed, you know, high-end model vehicles, uh, and it shows. Like the person that made this model put a lot of effort into it. Like you know, the the controls are all like you know shiny chrome gold. I, they, it's it's really this is a gorgeous model if you like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And, you know, I mean, I can see this definitely appealing to the people that like, um, 
the you know they collect like Lego vehicles of stuff that doesn't really exist, like movie you know movie vehicles and like the Batmobile and junk like that. For me personally, I do like the you know the cool Lego vehicles that they make like that. The only thing is, like, I'm not a big fan of the UCS just because the models are so big. I, I'd much rather have like a more um, uh, economical size version because uh, the the UCS versions are also like usually I don't know two or three hundred bucks. Right. Oh, maybe a little less, but definitely a cool looking model. Yes. Between between the effort put into it and just the fact that it, it also shines brighter by default based on what we've seen so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay, <laughs> next up, speaking of not shining, um, this is the train station stud gate. Uh, I don't... Um, I, I don't know if Studgate actually exists. No, 17th century concept station with new modern acquisitions. Uh, so it's a train station that was inspired by 17th century. What? I, I, I don't... I, okay, I have no idea what this is. It's a very large, weird Victorian-style... Train station, I guess, with a giant glass dome in the yeah, center. That's this, what it seems like. I mean, while it it kind of looks cool, it, it it doesn't really make any sense to me. I can't imagine ever really wanting a train station this big. I mean, if you're getting a Lego train, that's kind of like that's the centerpiece. You know, sometimes you want to get like the the pieces that go, you know, on the line or whatever like that. But this thing is so, like, enormous and gaudy. I can't imagine actually going for this personally. A lot of minifigs, though. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of detail on this. Oh, even, I like the little crosswalk. You see the little wheelchair accessible crosswalk? <laughs> <laughs> is that crossing the tracks? That's what it looks like. Maybe that's how you load and get on the truck. I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty. I don't. I don't hate this one. I don't. I don't. I don't. Again, it's it's hard. It's hard to really, based on our age, it's really hard to understand the play value in some of this. Some things are obvious that there's play value, and other things it's like where you. It's hard to see it, but maybe some kids would see it. But it's pretty elaborate, especially when you like if you scrolling through all these pictures, if you get like picture of 14 out of 15 where they break everything apart, where you kind of see like all the components stand, all the different parts that taken apart, like the dome and the train, and it's yeah. it's pretty damn elaborate, so I mean I again, based on what we've seen so far, how many are on this list? 26? 26. I would say I would say right now I that would be right, that would be right up there for me as far as what we've, of what we've seen so far, I would probably I would probably vote for this more than Mary Poppins. Even though Mary Poppins has a name has a name to it, but I would probably pick this over that. I think you could have more, unless you're a diehard 
If you're a kid who's a diehard Mary Poppins fan, that's something else. <laughs> but if you're just an average kid with imagination, you probably could have more fun with this set than you would the Mary Poppins set. Yes, but what if you're a diehard Chitty Chitty Bang Bang fan? <laughs> well, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is is right. You know, it's right up there. I mean, <laughs> oh. we haven't had a bu- we literally have not had a bunch of winners so far. So it's real easy if you were cutting it down to thirteen to say this would be making the cut so far. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, uh, speaking of making the cut, as in probably not making the cut, we have space <laughs> SpaceX Falcon Nine, a Saturn V scale rocket. Oh, uh, whatever. I don't know. It's like uh, just the, the cookie thing that keeps popping up is annoying. Yes. Uh, this is an Elon yet Musk. another Elon Musk project. Yes. Uh, so let me, that's that's. It, it, it is your all too typical phallic shaped rocket, so that's nothing surprising. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. From a, if you're really into like anything to do with space vehicles and things like that, and if, the, if space just fascinates you enough, then maybe this would draw you in. I see very little play value out of this, even though. It's a it's a ship, so I guess as long as you could go vroom vroom around it and fly it around with your hands, I guess you could have some play value. Do, doesn't have any minifigs, right? So, no. so that's that's a big to me that's a big thumbs down. Uh, even though not obviously, depending on what you're building, it wouldn't always necessarily have them. But I'm not impressed with the Saturn V, the Falcon Nine. Um, so I would I would I would do thumbs down on this. The if you look at the updates. They um, they redetailed it a bit, um, and I, I would I would say that with the updates that they did, it definitely looks cooler. Uh, like they actually um, they did the uh, the three tanks. Um, was it the the optional payload? I guess I'm not I'm not entirely sure what those are but there's like three extra like tubes that would get attached to the rocket they made some upgrades to um the uh well just basically the whole thing overall it does look better from the updates uh that said this is not really an outstanding looking rocket you know like if if you you know i get and people you know People are going to buy the rockets no matter what. Like, everybody's going to, you know, anybody that collects the rockets is going to buy any rocket that they make. But I don't know that they would sell enough at the price that they need to. And really, it's this is not a great looking design. No, 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 it's not. No. Nah. Well, maybe we'll. Maybe we'll come across another uh, space project that we'll like a little bit better. Oh, look! We've got <laughs> next up the minifig scale Project Gemini. Okay, so uh, th- this one, oh man, my freaking Facebook is just now working today. Um, okay, yeah, so we got uh, Project Gemini. Um, you've got the little, you know, space shuttle. This one's pretty, pretty well detailed. It's in scale with, well, mostly in scale with minifigures in scale enough that you could put minifigures inside of it and have them, uh, walk on the outside of it. Um, 
I, you know, like some I, I don't know, decent detail. It's not. It's not great. But it's better than the Falcon. <laughs> not oh the, yeah, yeah. Not the Millennium it's, Falcon, it's, that rocket thing we just talked about. Yeah, that that was yeah, that one was weird. Um, yeah, like I, honestly, this is it, it's 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 kind of boring. Um. Another boring one. But I mean, I. But if you were a fan, sorry, if you were a, if you're a fan of the you know of the space program, especially from a history perspective, then this might have some appeal to you. So there, oh, so there might be some adult collecting appeal in here. Pro- certainly, I don't know from yes from a child perspective because yes, those a space capsule looking like that is not particularly attractive. I like the stand. The stand is cool, and the fact that yes. it is minifig compatible and has one, I think that's I think that. Uh, I think that's a plus, uh, but better than the last. And again, we're not exactly he- seeing a lot of home runs here, so I, I would personally say this one would probably still at the moment be a thumbs up you know, on this list for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, so now the retro bowling alley, uh, <laughs> which surprisingly, it's funny because this also reminds me of another toy that I had when I was a kid, like the Brunswick bowling alley. Which was kind okay. of, which was which is which I think scale wise was similar to the Fisher Price people, but I, but I know they actually had but they did have an interior of the bowling alley because I do I think they had like they weren't they were like it's like plastic like little plastic pins I think that you I think you could knock down they were like fold I think they f- folded down when you if you if I think it had the bowling mechanism but they were but there was a mechanism that enabled these pins to go down. I think they, they weren't really thick, though. I think they, in my mind's eye, I see them almost like color form thickness. So they mm-hmm. could like get, go down, but not completely. But then there was a there was like a lever that you could stand them up, stand them upright again. Uh, so maybe maybe not the most exciting pa- bunch of looking minifigures in this group. I mean, they could have gone for a little more diverse group of <laughs> minifigures. <laughs> um, uh, this isn't quite all white trash minifigures, but but. Other than the Marty McFly looking guy and maybe his younger brother, a lot of these a lot of these are questionable. Uh, <laughs> but I must admit, I kind of do like the layout. I don't know about you know, if I, it. I do kind of think it's interesting. Uh, does, it doesn't. I let's see. I don't think it has a lot of. Doesn't indicate that the that the actual pins go down or anything. No, which would no, be I awesome if think. they did. But. Again, I don't know. It's question from a play value perspective, it's questionable. But I kind of like I kind of like it, especially because of the fact that obviously you have the inside, and you you know you have these stand you have very nice, you know retro style bowling alley with the sign on the outside, so it looks exactly what it is a bowling alley. But then yeah. you open it up and you get, and yeah, you, you have the four lanes and that you know you have the count you know the the counter where you'd be buying your food or getting your shoes and all that stuff. So. I, I, this one's not bad. I kind of, it probably has more play value than the Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree. I, I definitely like the fact that they have a uh, like a concession stand in there. Um, the colors are great. The the ball return is you know great. The design of that. Uh, this this reminds me of a, you know a lot of bowling alleys that I've been to. It's you know and I. I don't think that I've been to very many retro bowling alleys, but you know, the, a lot of things holds hold similar. 
it's it's a solid design. Like you could definitely play with this. This is you know, especially if you're into bowling, like this is this is a pretty great design. Um, it would be you know, I, it, it would, sorry, it would, it would be cool like if it, if they had it glow in the dark just so you could do like the you know the midnight bowling thing, uh, whatever the hell they call <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> which slipped my mind, but. That just would be a cool feature if it was like, if it was like fluorescent or something, so it would kind of glow and it could glow in the dark too, and you could kind of, you could kind of have that feel. Even though I know it's, it's that that wouldn't quite go with the retro, the retro design, but it's yeah. a way you could kind of inter intercut. You know what I mean? During the day, it looks like a retro bowling alley, but if you wanted to make it something else, all you have to do right. is turn off the lights and it's, and and everything and and it's glowing. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I guess really to to make it not a retro bowling alley, those uh the the red like you know bars outside just take those away and it becomes a regular boring <laughs> bowling alley. So, uh, yeah, no, that that was uh that's a good one. Uh, then we have probably what's going to be my favorite of the the whole lot is the Lego Indiana Jones trilogy. This is a <laughs> it just occurred to me that Indiana Jones isn't a trilogy. <laughs> to some people it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's basically, you know, like a small, you know, little display with three like mini vignettes uh one from each of the different movies. Uh you've got the uh from the Temple of Doom, um, Molaram uh, in the you know the altar area where he's about to do the Kali Ma looks like, but it's just him standing up there. And then you got the this is um, the Well of Souls. Yeah, um, I blanking on the name. The the, the original um, Raiders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Thank you. Yeah, in the Well of Souls. And then the Last Crusade, it's the outside of the uh, temple where they go in to get the Holy Grail. And then you got many figures of uh, Marion Ravenwood, Indiana Jones, and uh, Dr. Jones, his father. It's, you know, this is definitely a cute set. This is the kind of thing that would appeal to a lot of Indiana Jones fans that just want, like, a tiny little set that they can put on their desk or something like that. Oh, wow. Oh wow! The back of the Grail section is pretty cool. You actually have the Grail in there. Um, oh yeah, I'm looking at them now. Yeah, the back of the uh, um, Temple of Doom section is not really that impressive. <laughs> no, though obviously it looks like something. Are those little rollers on the I, bottom. Oh kind of, that's what it yeah, looks, that's what it looks like. So. Okay, to symbolize the uh, the whole mine escape thing, uh, and then I guess nothing for the other one. But it does have a little arc of the covenant. It looks like. I think the thing in the middle, I think, is supposed to be the arc. I think. Yeah, I guess so. I, overall, I, I I like it. I think this is uh, this is a cool set. And if this was like you know. Twenty-five bucks, I'd buy it. I would, I would definitely say this one makes the initial cut. I do question the play value of it. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of play value to it, uh, especially because no. it, it's so small. Um, and in, in, in all honesty, if they didn't have the back of that uh, of the temple, 
for the Holy Grail. If they did not have that, that that to me that part of it would be the big fail of the three. That seems really really boring. I mean, at least everything else there's a little bit of a little bit of play a little bit of play value with. I mean, there's really nothing. There's really no play value. At least they could have thrown in the friggin' knight in the back or something. <laughs> uh, that would have been. Oh, what's this? One of the updates has short round instead of uh, Doctor Jones. Really? Let me take a look. Yeah. I just clicked on that now. So uh, they are all they. You can disconnect them all. I like that. Put them in whatever order you like. Hmm. It looks like short round. I I don't I actually don't I I think that I see I would disagree with that I think I think the I think more people but I think more people would probably like uh, Doctor Jones. Um, I, I, I agree, especially if you're looking, especially if you think your market's going to be more for the adult collector. Then yes, I mean, short, people kind of like short round, but we know he's kind of a stereotype in a way, and he and he and for all the for all the talk about bringing him back, he's never been he's never come back yet. So <laughs> the reality is, uh, I think if you're looking at character, yeah, if you're looking at iconic characters in going across all all the movies, probably unless you were going to have. Uh, What's his face? Uh, who I'm drawing a blank on? Uh, the other arc, the guy he works for. Salah. No, uh, Salah would uh, be cool too, but that's not who I'm thinking of. Uh, what's his face? The, the the dean of the college or whatever. Oh, um, I know what you're talking yeah, about. But. It's, uh, it'll 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 hit me when we move on to the next segment because that's the way life goes. But other than that, I think the three figure, the three characters most people probably do think of are Indy, Marion, and, and and his father. So. Yes. Hmm. All right. So I guess it's me with this bricks and bloom stuff. Uh, there it is. <laughs> well, I, I hadn't clicked on it yet. That's why. What, what is it? It's just a flower shop. Let's see what it is. It's a high yeah, street garden center designed to be compatible with existing Lego modular buildings. Blah 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 blah. Uh, so let's take a let me take a look at this. Um, it's not a bad. I mean, it's not a bad design. Um, no. It's. It's got a bunch of minifigs, which is which is cool. I'm trying to see. I'm, tr- I'm trying. There's nothing in the back though, right? It doesn't look. Uh, it's, cool. it's there's so many pictures and oh, the little the, really the pet store is cool, but the fish is the fish in the tank. That, oh, that is neat. That is really cool, and the cat too. That's 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 pretty neat. I did I do like the guy. You know, the guy with with his with the cart. I do like the guy with the cart with the cart of flowers. Uh, yeah. It is. It does not look like there's any. Well, it's got to be. You got to be able to get into the shops a little bit, or else how could you look at the the pet store? Is that all from the front? Um, I guess. I'm trying to look at this. I think it's got. I mean, it's almost. It almost seems like there would have to be some kind of. Well, look, let's look at the one where they break it, where they break it down into the components. Um. You may not be able to go from behind, but it looks like you, but it looks like you can play inside each each the the buildings. It looks yeah. Like, so that so that so that's almost as so that's pretty much the same. Oh, thing. okay, I see. Uh, images four and five that shows you the front and the back. So oh, yeah, right, with the back right, of it. Right. Okay, so okay, that's cool. So so the, so that that helps. That helps add to the to the you know, to the play factor. Uh, mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's cool. 
Yeah, uh, this is uh, it's a nice modular. Um, if you collect modulars, then this is kind of a slam dunk. Um, I, you know, the only reason where I could see this not getting picked up is because they, you know, may want to do a different kind of garden center in their own modulars. Um, but that's about it. It's yeah, it's it's not bad. A lot of play value. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Okay. Uh, next up is Sonic Mania Green Hill Zone. This, um, I don't know, to me, and I like Sonic the Hedgehog quite a bit, kind of seems like a dumpster fire. Yeah, I think so too. It's just like, you know, you've got the Sonic minifigure that they, you know, sold with the, the video game a couple of years ago, the Dimensions, Lego Dimensions. This large, like, brick-built Dr. Robotnik. Uh, you've got, like, the animal, like, micro-figure friends, some of the robots, just kind of like a hodgepodge of scenes. Really, to me, the only thing, literally the only thing worth anything in this entire set is the, uh, the loop-de-loop. The loop-de-loop, you know, with the, the checkerboard um, design is pretty neat. You know, I, li- I do like that. Um, oh, God. This actually breaks down which ones would be printed pieces and then sticker sheet re- referring to everything else. And there's a lot of stickers to have to apply to this. That is just no thank you. No thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to... Oh my god! If you click on the updates, there's like forty something updates to this thing. Jesus so, Christ! Yeah, I, I I looked at the first few, and it, you know it's bad when you, when there's like multiple pages of it. When you click to it, it's like oh, page like one of however they show at least four, and then, then there's then there's a next button. So it's like I'm I'm done. Um, yeah. 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 I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say no on that one. That doesn't that doesn't do much for me. Uh, let's look at the great fishing boat. I like the little disclaimer. I like the little description. The sea is rough. In the early morning, the, the fishermen of the ship are on deck, busy sorting freshly caught fish. I don't know how that applies to the sea being rough. That seems to be their daily job. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, uh, let's take a look at this thing. Um, I, the fish are cool. The fish, the lobsters, that's pretty neat. Uh, yes. I like the, the tires on the side of the boat. That's that's pretty neat. They Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the little sea craft, the little sub. Yeah, whatever. the sea craft is great. That, yeah, that's that's pretty neat. Uh, I originally was I originally was gonna say, oh, this one was a big thumbs down, but now that I look at it, you could you could de- there's there's a lot of forget about it being a quote unquote fishing boat. It's a boat. You could have a lot of fun with it and pretend with whatever the hell it was, especially if you were a kid. Yeah. So, uh, I, I so I've kind of changed my mind just now that I've actually gotten to look at some more of the pictures. I'd I'd, I'd give it a thumbs up. Yeah, this uh, I mean, this would definitely make it out of the the first round for me. Um, it's a good design, good design boat. It's not the greatest ship that I've seen from Lego, but I mean, it's not not aiming to be. It's just trying to be a great fishing boat, and I, I think they captured it really well. A lot of nice details on it. And solid design. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, now moving on. <laughs> are, are you jealous that I got to do this one? No, and... I'm not. Not at all. 
<laughs> okay, not that I really watched the show, but my God, I would totally buy this. This is the Knight Rider kit, Lego kit. This is a, you know, a vehicle of, uh, is a, it's a Firebird? Uh, Trans Am. Yeah, Pontiac Trans Am. Um, it's got the little red lights, you know, up front, big black Trans Am. Um, does this come with any minifigures? That's kind of a, that's kind of a shame. Yeah, it seems like, it's kind of like a missed opportunity, it would seem, but no, it does not appear to. Yeah, I, it should come with, you know, it's got to come with Michael Michael Knight, and it's got to come with Mr. Feeney. <laughs> the, the, the dashboard's pretty neat. When you get yes. to, like, picture 11, that's pretty neat. Even even number ten is pretty neat when you get the entire the entire in, uh, front seat. Yeah, yeah, no, they did a good job with this. I, I would I would buy this absolutely in a heartbeat. Uh, listen, if they could make, well, I, I actually, you know what? It doesn't even matter if they sell a, a light up, you know, or uh, if they uh, add the light up feature because you could buy light up features for this thing. But yeah, no, I would totally buy this. Like I have, you know, like I mentioned earlier, the some different Lego vehicles in my display case. Um, the Mystery Machine, the DeLorean, the uh, Batmobile, uh, you know, the, the best Batmobile. Um, and then, uh, yeah, this would this would go perfectly in there with little lights, the little red lights going back and forth. Oh, updates. Let's see if they get any I cool did, updates. I did click on the updates. They kind of... Oh, come on. That's so boring. It is. That's why I moved. That's why. I, that's why I quickly moved on from that because it's like, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, that's that's a shame. I really for for something like this though. I think that if they didn't add actual lights, then I don't know how well it would do. Then, yeah, that that, that would be. That would be interesting. Um, all right, so mine. Well, I get a winner. I get the snow groomer print off light wolf. So if you want, to, <laughs> if you want a friggin' snow plow, this is the one to get. Um, all right. I, I, you get, you give it credit for being fully remote controlled. So if, so if, if, if wanting to put little stuff in front of you to plow <laughs> is important, Jesus. Uh, it, it looks. It looks really elaborate. I love the treads. The treads are really treads are really cool, especially if you look on the aerial vo- view. That's really pretty. That's really pretty friggin' neat. The way yeah. I did that. Uh, I do question the play value of this clearly. Um, <laughs> and the the cost. Yes, because it's remote controlled. So again, this this seems absolutely geared towards an adult collector. And so if I was at, so despite the fact, while I give this thumb, th- I give it a thumbs up from the create from a uniqueness perspective and that kind of creativity and the elaborate details that go that went into this, I would, I would, I would definitely say no as far as what I actually want to either ha- collect this or if if I was a kid, do I think I'd want to play with this? I don't really see that working for yeah. me, so I I would yeah. vote no on this. Yeah, this is kind of a, an ungainly behemoth. Yes, it has. Two battery packs, four infrared receivers, three thousand parts, and nine motors. This is this is a beast that never should have seen the light of day. 
And as we all know, the more elaborate gadgets you have in it, the more likely is something's going to go wrong. And if and if yeah. and if you're being drawn to it for its actual functionality, not in the sense you're clearing your driveway with it, but because you want to see it, you want to you want to see it go through the process, or if you want to be, or if you want to like break into your break into your dad's cocaine stash and have it, oh no, as you're plowing it across with your with your little tractor, that if it stopped working, yeah, that's not going to be so fun. Uh, I would say, yeah, I, I'm vo- I'm voting no on that sucker. Yeah, this is an easy no. Uh, moving right along, we have the castle in the forest. It's a castle, um, forest. not a large one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not a large one, but you know, this this trees, you know, like kind of built into it and greenery all around. Um, it, it, it's it. <sighs> okay it's kind of it's cool looking yeah it's cool looking from the ins from the outside um i, I don't i i don't know how playable this is i mean like you can you can kind of fit the fit the figures in there but it, it doesn't look very playable at all plus it's, plus if you actually look at the minifigs it seems like it's much more like a robin hood thing than an actual knight thing yeah which is all yeah. right it just has a castle in the forest it doesn't have to be you know doesn't have to be you know what you think of when you think of knights or even medieval, but does come with two squirrels. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, coming from somebody who has who, but some of the first sets I ever bought as an adult, or an adult being like late teens, early twenties, when when they when Lego started coming back, that one of the first sets I ever bought was when they first brought out like the Knight Castle and things like that, and when they first brought out the first pirate sets that. Obviously, there's nothing really original at all under the sun here, based on what what they're building, what they're building, what they're using, and even from a des- overall design perspective, it does. Yeah. It has a nice atmosphere to it. I said, if you look at it from the front, uh, like the picture number three, especially, it has a lot of atmosphere to it. So, if you had a whole bunch, let's put it this way: if you have a whole bunch of other minifigures, a bunch of knight minifigures, or even like you know Robin Hood like minifigures, you could certainly have a lot of fun playing with this. But based on its overall design, is it, you know, I think we've all seen actual Lego sets that are related to castles and knights that were, are much more appealing than this. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, it, it does have somewhat of a appealing look from the outside, but overall, I, I mean, I wouldn't really be drawn to this personally. Oh, God. Okay, now on to Coraline's Pink Palace Apartments. Uh, now, it, okay, it's been a little while since I've seen Coraline, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't remember the the Pink Palace being like. I, I, I just, I guess, I don't remember the Pink Palace at all. <laughs> I mean. It, it's it, it's basically like a Lego house, um, almost like a Lego dollhouse, you know. The way Lego's it opens, version. yes. The way it opens, it, it's like a dollhouse. Yeah. Uh, so playability, yeah, they definitely have that. You got a bunch of rooms. You got the little, you know, carnival house at the top. Um, there's a lot of details to this. You get a bunch of minifigures. Uh, it's... It's kind of cool looking. Um, oh man! And even in the updates, they got more minifigures. It looks like 
Oh, and they got the little button eyes. Uh, listen, I mean, oh, there, there, there's some some nice uh, some nice details to this. For me personally, I, I mean, I, I I definitely wouldn't get it, but it, it's okay, I guess. And if you're trying to have sets that appeal, you know, have diversity using the magic word. If you want to have diversity as a as a factor in and some of the offerings, then I would say again for me, yes, personally, I would not. It would not make me. I would never consider this for me. But it's not really geared for me. But the reality is, is there play value here? Yes, it comes with a bunch of minifigures. So when you combine when you combine imagination with what they give you. Imagination and just yeah, from a playset perspective too, is there enough to keep you busy? Into I think on that level, I think it works. I would probably I wouldn't vote. I don't think I, off the top of my head, I would not naturally vote for this thing. I know we haven't finished all all everybody yet, so there may be room in the top thirteen in my mind. <laughs> but that, but I but I wouldn't put it in there yet. If put it that way, but it'd be if like I said, if somebody said you have to pick thirteen. And at the end, I didn't. I only had like ten. Then yeah, this probably right now. This might be the first one that I didn't give a thumbs up to, that I'd go back and put on. But <clears throat> and then we get to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that one. Yeah. Historically accurate Rome. Uh, <laughs> oh my. I mean, now, don't get me wrong here. When you when you look at it, when you when you look at picture two, when you're get getting the aerial view, you at least acknowledge that they did put a whole crap ton of detail into this, as mm-hmm. far as from a map perspective. And that's really what you have. To, it, it is a really basically it's like a 3D map is what it really is of of ancient of, of Rome. But from a you know from a play value perspective, it's pretty much nothing. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really see. I I respect the uniqueness of the concept, but I don't but I don't I don't see why this would be. I mean, it's, it is really elaborate. I mean, when you see it, especially when you look, when you look at the uh, you know the updates, like the physical version yes. and stuff like yeah. that. It's <laughs> I like the field tested. That's pretty good. <laughs> field tested in Rome. Uh, so. It also doesn't help by luck of the draw because all, all you know all the roofs are the same color and things like that, which it's just yeah. it just doesn't help from a has nothing to do with accuracy. It has to do with it doesn't make it it's just so uniform it just it gets lost you know kind of gets easy to get lost in the shuffle. So I respect the uniqueness of the concept, but I would definitely not be voting for this. No, no, um, you know, I, listen, I, I what they were going for. This this seems to me more like somebody decided that for a project they were going to make a Lego historically accurate version of Rome, and for that particular project, that's real cool. You know, good for you. Like I, I'm I'm sure that they got an A on that that project in school that they did this for, but like, yeah, in reality, like you've got. You know, since you have to fit so much stuff into this thing and all the different landmarks and stuff, the Colosseum, you know, ends up being this tiny little like, you know, cylinder that you can hold, you know, in the palm of your hand. And when the Colosseum, one of like the greatest structures, you know, ever built known to man 
is an uninspiring little cylinder that you could hold in your hand so that you can make like an overall, you know, giant, boring, black piece of Lego, you know, whatever. It, it supremely fails as something that Lego would actually sell. So while, you know, kudos to them for making this, I, like, no, nobody's nobody's buying this. You know, like, there's maybe, like, 50 people in the world that would want something like this. I would agree. Hmm. Okay, moving right along to the ruined house. Uh, yeah. Um, no. No. If, Just no. And we probably could leave it at that. I mean, it, it's it's really kind of hard as a selling point for for something. And don't get me wrong; I'm kind of being facetious here, but it's kind of hard <laughs> as a selling point for something that's supposed to look like it's like it's not really put together, but it's, but yet you're selling it as a set. And you understand when you look at it. Yes, it's assembled. Yeah. It, it this would this this would be something that I don't know. I mean, if if you had a if you were had had this big big world of other Lego sets and, and you had minifigures and you wanted something like this that kind of like from an you, you could make this work as far as from an imagination perspective but in all honesty I like the I like the you know the caving in roof I think that's pretty neat uh, the tri- they got the I like the whole Blair Witch thing with the uh, with the tr- uh, second book of shadows with the whole tree growing out out of the house or through the house yeah. I kind of like that there are some cool things in the design of of the uh, of the ruined house, but from an overall appeal and an overall play factor perspective, no, this would this would I would have eliminated this one very very quickly. Yeah, um, uh, the yeah, the, the <coughs> skill to come up with something like this is evident because it looks like a ruined house, but. I mean, I guess to me the the thing that strikes me is that like this is just some random ruined house, you know, like it doesn't really have anything tying to it. Whereas like if they had gone for like what was it the Screaming Shack from Harry Potter, right? Where you know you're still going for that ruined house look, but then at least you can do Harry Potter minifigures and recreate scenes from the movie. You know, like then you would have like that same kind of style, but then it would actually be something that people would be like, oh, this reminds me of something that I actually know instead of just a ugly, dilapidated, ruined house. Um, no, thank you. No, I would definitely say not. Uh, so now moving on to something which is a little more has a little more curb worthy appeal. <laughs> yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants, the Krusty Krab. Uh, yes, and I don't watch. I've never really, other than brief moments, I've never watched SpongeBob. I will openly admit this. But that being, <laughs> but that being said, in a way, maybe I'm a good test audience for this as a set from an appeal perspective. I like this set. Yeah. I think this set has. I mean, you get a good, you get a good amount of minifigures. I think it's 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 got a it's got a lot of detail in it. I, yeah, very colorful. Uh, I like the glossy floor too, but it makes sense. It's underwater, of course. But I mean, the whole point is, it just—it it just the de- the way they you know the detail in this thing. I I think I this is just a thumbs up. So I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as far as as far as all the sets have gone, I would say that this is like 
both the most accurate and has the most playability. I would think that would make sense to me just by looking at it already. Just in the pictures here, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like I, I obviously everybody's you know usually seen a couple of episodes. Um, I, I'm not like a diehard fan or anything like that. I would not buy something like this, but um, no, I can definitely attest that this is extremely well made. Um, it's definitely got a cool factor. Uh, it looks, it looks fun. You know, this just looks fun. Um, man, it's it's so well done. Yes, it is. Yeah, they did a great job with this one. Cool. Now, I would I would, I would put this as a, a a primary contender. I agree. Oh, next up, we have the working waterfall with a continuous flowing water stream. Um, you know. It's it's really cool looking, actually. I you know I like waterfalls. I like when waterfalls are recreated in Lego. Um, looks real neat. The the stone you know the the way that they've built the stones on this is you know really nice detailing. I, I like the fact that you know you can have that water like actually look like it's falling and you know kind of cycle through i guess I'm not, I'm not really sure how this works but um actually there's a video to see how it works well i'm gonna watch this video while i talk about oh god no no please no oh wow i don't i don't even understand how this works okay so this is <laughs> almost like a popcorn popper like the traditional popcorn popper where it sucks up little like blue studs, um, studs and then drops them out the you know the poor you know thing at the top where they go down and they're picked up again and then oh god that is that is the worst effect that I've ever seen oh okay well that's garbage yeah, I don't want to click on it because I don't want to. I don't want to pick up the sound, but I'll look on it later. But it actually lost when they made it. When they when they said you know, in in the description when it says uh, "working waterfall" with continuous flowing water, that appealed to me. And then when you read the description, you realized the working waterfall and the continuous flowing water were were just uh, were like for blue studs. It didn't have as yeah. much of an appeal, even if it looked cool. That's not the same as water. It's not. So yeah. I'll look at the video I, and, you know, but, and again, even if it did, you know, let's be honest, even if it had regular running water, it's still, from, the, from a play value perspective, it still would be shaky. Uh, you know, honestly, my, what I, what I figured would be the case, and clearly it's not, I thought that they would have like a, a waterfall where, like, you turn a crank. And that like makes it like go around and around on like a like a belt kind of thing, right? Um, and that is one thousand percent not what they're doing here, and it, it's it's kind of painful to look at. I, I can't believe that they went this route. It's really bad. Well, they tried, I suppose, <laughs> and failed. And failed. Uh, I guess we'll do the Queen Miracle Express next. Yeah, uh, I guess. Uh, 
So I guess if you're into Queen and you like trains, then then maybe this maybe this set appeals to you. Uh, <laughs> like that. We had the Beatles in their Yellow Submarine. Now it's time for the greatest rock band, Queen. Uh, that isn't too subjective or anything. To arrive at full steam on the iconic Miracle Express, featured in their mov- music video Breakthrough. Uh, yeah, I. It does come with five minifigs. That's pretty cool. It's. I mean, the train itself, for what it's worth, I mean, it seems to be okay, but I this would have no appeal for me whatsoever. No. I think I think this has very, very, very limited appeal. So I'm gonna have to say, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have to say a big a big thumbs down on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Lego trains, and this is, and I I also like Queen. This is just awful. It's it's. It's, it's, like, it's like the anti peanut butter cup. Two great taste. Yes. Tastes great together. Yeah. Oh god! It's like they they took their the chocolate and they put it in the peanut butter and then they added gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you. No thank you. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely not. Thumbs down in this this one, and uh, hopefully the next one will be better for us. Yeah. Well, we can always hope the next one will be better for us anyway. I think it's going to be. <laughs> okay, so next up we have the Futurama Planet Express headquarters, Spaceship, and the crew. Uh, okay, so I I love Futurama. Everybody loves Futurama. Anybody that's seen Futurama usually loves Futurama, but... um, I guess because of the fact that they were making one set for all of it it kind of it suffers because of it you know like i don't need a usc futurama ship which i think has definitely been a project before uh i don't remember if it, you know went anywhere or not but you know like a, a decent sized futurama ship as opposed to like a tiny one um or, you know, like the Planet Express headquarters, like that was actually like a, a decent size. Um, this this just it, it just looks kind of like tiny and kind of sad. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, I, it, it actually doesn't have much. It doesn't have a huge appeal for me. Uh, so for me personally, it probably is right there with Queen, the Queen train. So, so maybe I did misspeak. <laughs> But the reality is, yeah, I mean, it it might have a little more universal appeal than the Queen thing. But again, that's not exactly a high bar to clear. I, I, I would yeah. this wouldn't this wouldn't draw me in. You know, the the thing with about this is that while it comes with minifigures of everybody from Futurama, they have to have like micro figures for it to be in scale with the ship and the the right. headquarters. At which point, why make it? You know why? Why even make it like that? Like, like I, I get it with like like Hogwarts, with the Harry Potter Hogwarts. They did that, but they didn't. And I don't think they put like minifigures in there. I think it was just the micro figures that would be in scale with it. And I could be wrong, but I don't know. I don't love that, and I don't like that idea at all. No, I think. Yeah, I think that I think they could have done something. They could have done something better with it. It just. Mm. It is kind of unfortunate. Uh, 
So what's next? The Iron Giant one's next. Uh, yeah. Iron Giant, the uh, 20th anniversary edition. Let's go take a look at the sucker. Another movie I've never watched. Um, <laughs> so, which is kind of funny considering the number of pro- properties we're talking about on the show. A rarity that so many that I've never, never watched. That that one picture, number 17, it looks like it looks like the Iron Giant's about to do something we don't need to see him do. <laughs> it's like, privacy, please. I don't know. I I know people think highly of the movie. I, I, I'm looking at this, and it's it's okay. It doesn't it doesn't really have much of an appeal to me personally. Um, again, it comes down to, I, I don't know, I guess the play value on this still comes down to him, you know, the Iron Giant himself. I mean, to really... The minifigs are okay, but I just think that <clears throat> this may just be something that's just not in, not in my wheelhouse. That from an, uh, an appeal perspective, there's nothing wrong with it. It just doesn't really call to me. Yeah, I mean the the body, the overall body of it is um, decent, but the head I I think is supremely lacking. Uh, I think if, if if Lego was going to do this, they would figure out a way to make the um, the head, you know, look better. Um, that said, I mean, you know, I, I have seen Iron Giant. Um, I thought it was a good movie. I don't buy into the hype that it was like, you know, one of the greatest movies of all time. But um, I could see the draw to a Lego Iron Giant model. Um, I don't necessarily see that this person, you know, realized it well, you know, and at that point, like, what's the point of rewarding mediocrity? I get it. I do get it. I, I would, I would agree with you on that. Um, it's so, so it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of average. Hmm. Next up, we have The Legend of Zelda, um, was it B-O-T-W? Bro, Breath of the Wild, okay. Uh, Hyrule Castle, yes, I have never played this game. I've heard of it, obviously. Um, It comes with, I guess, a couple of minifigures. Uh, Nope, just one. comes with one minifigure and... um, the castle, which it's it's difficult to tell how tall the castle is in r- relationship to him. Um, wait a second. I, yeah, this is very difficult. I, I it's not a good looking castle. I'm sure that it's accurate, but it doesn't look fun. I wouldn't buy this. No, I'm I'm going to agree with you. I don't think this has this doesn't have any real appeal to me uh, whatsoever. Mm. I would, yeah. No, there's no, there's like, there's no playability to it. It's, you know, it's so tightly, you know, built with bricks that it's not like you can take it apart and all of a sudden play in a dungeon or something like that. I, I would say that this is probably a worse castle than the castle in the forest. Oh yeah, I would agree. Castle in the forest, at least from a play value perspective, the castle in the forest has a definitely has more. Even with the, with the, what they give you, you could you could come up with stories and stuff. And yeah, 
I, I, yeah. would, I would agree with that. Hmm. Uh, so I get this one. Um, the Blue Origin New Glenn rocket launch tower in Blue Moon Lander, one and one 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 hundred tenth scale set. Uh, let's take a look at this. Um, it looks slightly better than the uh, Falcon. Um, uh, yeah, I mean it's got the uh, feather. Feather's a nice touch. Hmm. Oh, you get the interior. That's kind of a plus. It opens yeah. up, so you get so you get you so you get to see. You get to see a little bit of that. Um, the lander, yeah. The land, the even the tower, uh, the the crane and everything to hold it into place. That's 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 pretty neat. That is pretty neat. Uh, again, from a play value perspective, I don't know. I I don't I don't see that it's really doesn't really draw me in. Uh, it is elaborate from the perspective, and you get you know you get the first stage rock, you get the first stage, you get the second stage in the fairing, or is that supposed? To, you have payload, launch tower, tower pad, optional rocket stand. They give you a lot. They give you a lot of stuff. So, yeah. But and it's named after John Glenn, so that's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. So it's better than than the Falcon rocket set. I just don't know if it's. I just still don't think there's a whole lot of play value overall, but. So I, so again, I wouldn't. I don't know what number. Are, I think technically speaking, I have not approved thirteen, thirteen yet. So, <laughs> so, so this obviously wouldn't be the first one on the list. That, uh, it, because I already mentioned the one that, that the Coraline thing. I think that would have been the first one I would go go back to get the number as I built the thirteen. But, but this one it would have potential to make the final final cut. But if it did, it would just squeak in under the wire, and, and there would almost be no way it would make the second cut. <laughs> Yeah, I, this is – it's definitely well-built. It's definitely much better thought out than the other you know, space vehicles that we've seen on this list. You do get some decent accessories. You've got the um, the little you know, rover thing, the lander. Um, and, you, know, you can display it a, different, a few different ways. It's got the crane. It's got, it's got micro figures, which, you know, okay, not great, but whatever. They'll be in scale with it, I guess, or close to it. Uh, this is definitely, you know, this is well done. I, I wouldn't buy it, but I could I could see them going for this on a limited scale. I could, too. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's certainly not the worst of the space vehicles we've seen on this list. Hmm. Uh, okay, so... And last and least, no. <laughs> last. Finally... The Earth Globe. This is a globe made out of Legos. Um, I don't... There's really not much to this. You know? Like, it's... They, they don't show you, like, any of the inner... Um, what do you call it? Uh, like, the mechanics as far as how this thing actually stays together. Because... You know, like if you have, if you just build like a giant hollow Lego ball, then as soon as you go to touch it, the thing's just going to like fall apart. So, I mean, unless they have like some kind of like bracing system inside or whatever, I, which I'm not really sure. Yeah, it looks like there, mi- there might be. Like if you look at number three, it looks like you can all- it looks like you might see something where, the- where they connect uh, in the inside. 
and plus there's gaps. There's so many gaps between which I think is what which I think ruins the globe. That there's so many gaps between the between these pieces. Like if you look at North America, uh, it just kind of those big big gaps between the pieces just ruin the effect mm. of being one continuous continent. So yeah. Yeah, no, that definitely doesn't. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because they f- they focus so much on Africa and Europe, you know, that you don't uh, you don't really get a clear picture of North America too well. Um, no, not except for the yes. yeah the above yep. picture. Um, you know, the stand is nice um, from a novelty perspective. This is kind of neat. I I don't know, like, I, I guess, I mean, for one thing, I'd want it to be more accurate, because the shapes don't really look that accurate. No, they don't. I, that's another thing. That, 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 that is, that is a problem with that, that if you look at it, I mean, a, a, Africa is just generically, it's, it's just close to being right. The Persian Gulf area looks really bad. Even yeah. Europe looks bad. I mean, Europe looks really bad, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so compl- actually, ironically, complaining about North America may may, may not be th- as the one I should have zeroed in on because of the fact that at least probably if you if you turn your head to the side in that over in that top view and just look at North America overall, at least there's some semblance of you can of it being an accurate <laughs> shape. South America might be somewhat accurate too, but I think I think the gap the gate the gaps between these plates look. I think that ruins it. I think that ruins the effect, and especially when you look. Plus, it's even, and, and maybe they do it for the ocean effect. But since since the plates that they use on this globe are they're not all the same shape. They maybe yeah. only like two or three shapes, or maybe two shapes that they keep. Or it looks like there's at least three, or maybe more. But but and some of them are upside down. They use the same design, but they put them, but they turn them. But I, I don't think that helps either. I think that makes it look more choppy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's you know interesting concept, not great execution, and overall, I mean, you don't really see people buying globes too much anymore. I was I was gonna say that too, actually. That was, that was pretty good picking up on that. I was thinking that the globes globes are not in anymore to begin with. I mean, I had you know I had my globe when I was a kid, and most a lot of people, a lot of kids my age or maybe even close between my age and your age a lot of people maybe had when they were when they were younger it's kids had had a globe or certainly the classrooms had globes and things like that so but it's not it's really it's not a big big deal anymore it's not a so again you're it's a it's a limited appeal and even if you were an older collector it has to look better if it looked more accurate it's like oh that'd be kind of a cool conversation piece it's a but but let's be honest. Part of the reason people have globes is so you can see the countries. Yeah, it's the countries of the world that you really look at for the globe. Is people, people very, people they exist, but people very rarely get globes just to have the continents on them, unless you want to, you know, unless it's some, unless it's by design, some very artistic version of like a like a, a recreation of a globe, like from the 18th century or something. Yeah, it's more like a when it's less country based, more continent based. But but most people when they get it. Even when I had my globe, you know, it's like you have all all these different all these different countries, and or so it's yeah, it's I think it's I think the appeal is extremely limited. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. So, out of all of them, which one would you think is the best contender and which one would you personally want more than the rest? Ooh, that's, that's interesting. So let me look looking through the list again real quick. I would say if I only had to pick one, it's not Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. Cybertrack, not the <laughs> game, obviously. I'm not going to go for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang either. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to immediately eliminate the train station. I'm mm. going back through the list. The Falcon. Obviously. You are. You are going to immediately rule out. Yes, the Falcon Nine Falcon is 9. done, <laughs> and Gemini has to be done too. I'm yeah. also not going to eliminate the bowling alley. Um, I'm personally going to eliminate Indiana Jones for me because of the play value. I know why it has an appeal. I know why you especially would like it. For right. me, no. Uh, I'm probably going to eliminate the bricks and blooms too, even though I like it. But I don't think, obviously, Sonic. No way. The fishing boat, I'm not going to eliminate yet because of the play value. Knight Rider, to me, no. We know we already know about the plow. <laughs> yeah. And the castle. And Coraline's going to get the the axe here for that. Rome, enough said. Ruined house. SpongeBob. Uh, SpongeBob is a contender, man. Um, mm-hmm. SpongeBob is like the only thing in the bottom part of the list that's really a contender. So now, based on what I left in here, I would probably say. If you're looking at what you, from a sales perspective, what you're, what people are more likely to buy, they probably SpongeBob probably would be the one that I might, if I, from a sales perspective, I would okay. For me, the one I probably would like, the one I probably would like to see more, um, the one I could have more fun with if I was a kid. Honestly, that would probably be between the boat and the train station. In all honesty. Okay. I might say the boat because a boat a boat can be anything. The train station is cool, and and, and it's a much more elaborate. I mean, give a cr- thumbs up for that. It's very elaborate the way they designed it. I like it. It's it's a, it's a more appealing phys- physically. It's a more attractive set. But from a, but the fish. I don't. Let me let me hedge my bets. Let me go back and I'll, I'll say the train station just because it, it has more <laughs> based on what's there. It gives you more play value from an imagination perspective. You could do more with the boat. But based on what you're getting in the set, let me say the train station. I mean, between the two, I would probably give it to the fishing boat just because, like you said, the fishing boat, like, you don't need a track. You don't even need a train, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, I I am assuming that that train station comes with a train. But if it doesn't, then it's kind of useless. Regardless, the, the fishing boat, while it's a solid design... It has a lot of play value. It, you know, would look good just on display. A kid or an adult would have, you know, a decent time building that and, you know, having fun with it. For me personally, I totally agree that for, you know, for sales-wise, I think the SpongeBob SquarePants set is a slam dunk. SpongeBob is still very popular. I think they've got another movie coming out at some point. Um it's just it's a great set and i mean honestly the people that buy lego are the people that grew up watching spongebob and you know or are still watching spongebob so you know why the hell not totally slam dunk for that for me personally while i do really like the indiana jones trilogy set and you know like 
because it, it looks it's a nice set. It looks like it would be cheap. Like that looks like a set that you could get away with for like twenty bucks, maybe twenty five bucks. And you know, if you wait for a sale and it's twenty bucks, that's a nice display piece to put you know on your desk at work. That's you know that's what that amounts to for me. Um, but honestly, out of all of these, I would really like Kit from Knight Rider. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's just uh, listen. I like Firebirds to begin with, so. Close enough. No, I get it. I I understand. I think that uh, there are some there are some good ones. There are some good ones on this on this list. Uh, obviously, they're not all good. We know some are some are immediate. No, but there were there were there are enough where again, if you were if we were cutting it down to thirteen, that you could get to you could get to thirteen and and you wouldn't. And probably, maybe worst case scenario, you'd be holding your nose for like maybe twelve and thirteen. <laughs> that just, I mean, just, I mean, not to drag this on too long. Looking at this, just looking at this real quick. If I was going to do thirteen, right off the top of my head, Mary Poppins is one. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is two. Train yeah. Station is three. Uh, I'm going to say Gemini for now because I don't think there's enough to bump it off. Gemini is four. Bowling Alley is five. Indiana Jones. Is six. Bricks and Blooms is seven. Uh, the boat is eight. Uh, it's Coraline will be nine. SpongeBob is ten. Uh, nothing on the bot. Everything on the bottom sucks. So let's backtrack a little. So I would go Sweet. back in a kit. What was that eleven? It would be ten. It's, was it ten? I thought it was eleven. I think it's ten. All right. Well, it's just. Kit, and then let's see. I would probably because I would have yeah. So I won't finish the list, but the point is, the reality is yes. Like I, there were there were all the ones I all the ones I really liked. I could I could make into a the final into the final cut easily, and I only and I only have like one or two that I'd have. If you were forced to pick thirteen, that you know I I who I would probably pick. Uh, I don't know what I would pick. For the for the hell of it, I might pick the track. I might pick the snowplow to make it into the top third. Just for just Jeez. just because it's so elaborate. I w- but Oof. I would never. I, I would and maybe even the new Glen Rocket if I was just rounding or something like that. But obviously a top ten, ten or eleven of the. Or there's only ten or eleven of these that that I would actually feel com- comfortable letting go move on to the next round. But yeah, yeah, I, I would I would probably put the castle in the forest as like my my bottom choice. Yeah, it's a good one, too, to be fair. A nice, nice generic, you know, yeah. decent-looking one. It does have good forest appeal, the foliage and everything. That that works. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that that's true. That probably would that, – that would have, that absolutely would make it before the snowplow. Let's cut the tizzle, be honest. Kidding aside, <laughs> from a play value perspective, the snowplow has no play value. It's just elaborate, and it's – and the remote control aspect would be would be cool. But hmm. I want to get you so far. So I think the only other thing that we're going to discuss tonight is, um, since it just came in the mail, the Star Wars Black Series Mandalorian The Child. This is Baby Yoda, the action figure. It is from the Black Series. It is in scale with all the other six-inch action figures. Uh, Now, I think so far they've only released one of the um the mandalorian figures 
if I'm not mistaken. And that one, like, basically sold out instantly. So they, they've got, you know, a bunch more on the way. But if you, you know, if you have a Mandalorian figure, then you're going to need to get yourself the child as well. This thing is, it's pretty much the cutest action figure ever. <laughs> he's he's slightly taller than my thumb fingernail. He, um, he's got articulated arms, uh, articulated head. And three tiny little accessories. God, man, so small. He's got the the little Cyclops frog that he eats in one episode. He's got a little bowl, and he's got the um, the gear shift knob. Yes, and and it looks like because it's it's just so cute. I'm not opening it. Um, it looks like there's like a little plastic case that you can keep all of his accessories in, which. I think it's a pretty cool, you know, idea because they're so small. Like, if you didn't have a case for them, you would probably lose them instantly. Yeah, that would. I I would agree that that would be. Uh, yep, I'm I'm looking at the little, the little yes, just so you could basically push everything in. It looks like it, <laughs> that's the way they hold all the. There's a slot in the little compartment for every, all the accessories. Yeah. Yeah, he he is cute. He is cute. Um. There's no doubt about that. They've got obviously. Yeah, think, things must be getting better in China because because toys are starting to ship. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of their Mandalorian, a lot of their a lot of their uh, Baby Yoda stuff. Because uh, obviously the pop is into and mm-hmm. and the and the little two packs are you know the the two packs are are in. Oh yes. So I'm just looking at big bad toys. Actually, almost pretty much almost everything Baby Yoda right now that they have is. Have is is in you know tumblers and the and the art prints and all that stuff. So yeah, it ma- it makes sense. That's a I chose not to get him. Uh, me, <laughs> I did think about it, but again, I'm trying to I'm trying not to get too much stuff Star Wars related, which will all fit into a probably the next episode. Jim and I talk <laughs> talk about and, as I wait indefinitely for all my all my pre orders, which include. Plo Koon, who's supposed to be in May, I'd be probably willing to bet you that he ain't coming in May. Uh, the, the I Am Iron Man uh, pop, the previous pop, is the Glow in the Dark one is supposed to be May too. And meanwhile, Alan Scott just says a generic second quarter, which I'm pretty sure was first quarter originally. Uh, so a lot of these things are not moving. The only thing in my pile of loot is Count Dooku. For 72 more days, Count Dooku will be sending in my pile of loot. <laughs> Hopefully something will join him by the time shipping comes in. Jeez. But yeah, it kind of it would it would kind of suck to have to ship it and then what will happen is 2 days later something else will come in. I think that's what happened yes. with Daenerys. That's what happened with Daenerys and Drogon. It's like I waited, I waited, I waited as long as I could. It's like I have I'm going to have no choice. Let me tell them to ship this because cause they're going to ship it anyway in a day. Let me just do it in probably like 2 days after after I would have maxed out my pile of loot, which I figured how many days they allow you. It's like a hundred. It's like a hundred. Is it like a hundred eighty or some crap? I think it's something like that. I'm trying to. But either e- either way, that it's like probably probably within a week, probably within a week of uh, of that happening, they they shipped my. Uh, I found out that Daenerys was in. It's like oh my god. Yes. So, it happens. Yes. Just missing it. Um, the. Um the other thing that I wanted to say about the uh, the Black Series child figure, it, it looks like 
the the body, the arms are, are all basically just like you know they molded the plastic and the color that you know they were going for, uh, which actually makes me wonder if his hands and feet might be articulated as well. Uh, not really sure on that one, but the head, like it's got paint apps, at, like you know you got his little black eyes, like you've got the 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 pinkish paint in his ears. And it almost looks like you have a slight, like, you know, brownish, like, tint just around the eyes to, you know, to really give it some fine detail. I, like, it's very, very tiny. And the amount of detail that they have put into this this thing is really, really kind of amazing. Um, this was This was $10.00. Half the price of a regular Star Wars black figure um, comes in a little tiny mini box, which is, well, you know, it, it's in the same style as the black series boxes, but um, you know, totally custom for the child figure. I just I love it so much, and that's why I wanted to talk about it a little more. No problem. I understand that. It's it is it is a very 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 cute figure, and. There's not much Black Series stuff that draws me in. Like I said, I'm trying to limit my Star Wars buying for the most part. But yeah, he was definitely. I, I definitely did. I definitely did think about him. Um, and obviously, if I really wanted him, I could still get him because he's in stock. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, especially if you have Amazon, uh, last I checked the other day, it was still like just ten bucks. So. Don't pay for shipping, and you'll get it eventually with the whole COVID delays. Although I, I have to say, like this wasn't supposed to get here till the twentieth of May, so um, for all their delays, this this came way way early. Yeah, Amazon is actually Amazon's actually been doing a pretty good job, even though they did screw up one of my orders last week. But that's like the first time. That's like first first in a long, 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 long time. So. If you get enough, you know, if you, you freaking get a hundred packages from Amazon at, at some point. Law of averages says you're going to screw something up. <laughs> so you can't moan it. It's 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 just shocking because it almost never happens. But when you look at the law of averages, you know it's it's yeah. But yes, it it see your it appears that it is still in stock. Yes, mm-hmm. for nine ninety nine, which is a dollar cheaper than Big Bad Toy Store. There you go. Cool. Okay. I think uh, I think we'll end it on that note. Yep. So I'll go through the the generic uh, ending here. Uh, mm-hmm. Lanterncast at gmail dot com. The website is lanterncast dot com. Voicemail seven zero eight lantern. So let us know what you think. You can follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. So wherever you listen to us, please leave us a positive review. And yep, Twitter, Facebook, use hashtag GLCast to locate us. And next episode, who the hell knows? Uh, I don't know. A lot of that's going to depend on on Chad. If, probably if Jim and I if Jim and I record again in the, in the next week or two, it'll either be pre-birth or it'll be another toy episode. Clearly, uh, <laughs> unless unless there's a Green Lantern topic, we just choose choose to because we do have one magic number before 400. We can plug in. <laughs> <laughs> We are 398 and holding. Uh, so, but, but until then, good night, everybody. So long.